from Gary O'Neill Studios in Baltimore. You're listening to the Sea Plan Do Show. Gary O'Neill. All right, here you go. Keep the check. Damn this shit, blame it. professional life coach, business coach, relationship coach, serial entrepreneur, Buffalo wing aficionado, and all things in the community, all those wonderful things, Mr. Gary O'Neill Jr. And as always, when you're out and about, please don't forget the junior shout out to Pops. Welcome to another power packed podcast, bro. Listen, man, this show is lit. I don't know if you don't know, but this show is lit, and I do it for you. I do it for me. I do it for you, though. All right? Without further ado, shout out to everybody checking out this show, whether it's your first time watching this show, whether you are one of my day ones, an executive producer, uh, you are watching this from YouTube, or you're listening to this on your favorite streaming platform. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and especially, hey, man, hey, thank you for checking out this episode as well as other previous episodes. Season, this is a season three, episode 12, entitled Vegan Talk. And I have one of my special guys on the show, Chef Kane, will be in the building. All right. And we're going to be talking about vegan stuff. All right. And also, of course, we have our appetizer. We're going to be talking about the latest versus match between Gucci and Jeezy, as well as we're going to be talking about the recent fight between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. All right, so without further ado, let's get to our C Plan Do moment of the week, sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland. And this is entitled Be a Drug Dealer. Are you looking to get certified in CPR, first aid, or other life saving skills? Heart Savers Maryland is your premier CPR training facility, individual and classroom sessions available. 
Schedule your training at HeartSaversMD.com. Each second counts. Get trained today. So here are some business lessons that you can learn directly from a drug dealer. Number one, don't take your product for granted. All right? Create the best product in the market before your customers find it elsewhere. All right? The next thing is word of mouth marketing. Hey, guys, guess what? If your product is good, people will talk about it. Word of mouth matters. The next thing is freemium. I like that. Freemium business model. What's freemium business model? Guess what? Give a little bit. Get a little, give a little for free and keep them coming back for more. Give me a little taste, a little taste. And the last one is control supply. Control the supply of the market and keep, always keep that price high. All right? That is your C plan to moment of the week sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland entitled Big Drug Dealer. But hey, really, don't be a drug dealer. Just learn lessons from a drug dealer. But hey, guess what? Come here. Don't be a drug dealer. But if you were, but you can listen to the lessons. All right? So can we get to our... Greenlight Entertainment Song of the Week. Of course we can. And here's another great, great hit coming right at you. Having a wedding, birthday party, or other social or corporate event, contact Greenlight Entertainment today with our experienced DJs, quality sound, and professional service. We look to make your event the event. Check us out on the web at www.greenlightentertain.com. With Greenlight Entertainment, you have the green light. Try Jesus, not me, cause I throw hands, try Jesus, please don't try me, because I'm fine. Touch me or mine, we gon' have to scrap. So, try Jesus, please don't try me, because I fight. I have no problem laying these hands. Try Jesus, don't try me. Cause I throw hands Try Jesus Please don't try me Because I fight Oh, you said Turn the other cheek Oh, but this one part of the Bible That just don't sit right with me So try Jesus Was your Greenlight Entertainment song of the week? And so, hey, here on uh, the C Plan Do Show again with professional life coach, your host, Gary O'Neill Jr., season three, episode 12, Vegan Talk. I have Chef Kane in the building. And so, right before we talk to him, Kay, 
I know you have a chef coming on, but can we get to our, our appetizer? Absolutely. So the appetizer, let's talk about it. All right, so the latest versus match, you know, I'm disappointed. They should be having them rolling out a little bit more. But, you know, we we I, I appreciate what they have. The latest one was Gucci versus Jeezy. All right, so guess what? I know you want to hear my thoughts about it. Hit it. You want to hear it? Here it go. All right, first thing is, as everybody will say, outside of if you are a, a Gucci stan, Jeezy easily won this. Like, come on, man. Like Jeezy won. Like it was easy. He played a lot of, he definitely played a lot of big records, a lot of records that resonate to uh people who like Jeezy. I like Gucci, but that that catalog was a little too little too massive for Gucci with some of the local records. And what I mean by that is some of the records that Gucci played, like I really didn't know like that. So it was good, but Jeezy had some phenomenal hits that just crushed crushed it. Now, I will say that while it was good for the cult, it was good for the culture, though. It was great for the culture, considering they, they really had they had legit beef, like legit. Where if you did not know, allegedly, because I don't know for certain, but, you know, of course, you see what's going on, that Jeezy hired someone to allegedly go after Gucci, and then Gucci killed him. That's legit beef. So I don't know if I could do a versus, man. I don't know if I think I can rap with somebody who I think just tried to have me killed. But it was good for the culture that they was able to get together. Uh, now, while it was good for the culture and it was good to got together, oh, it was spicy, though. It was muy caliente as far as the spice because Gucci – was really like off top. If you watched it, the first song was a diss track that he had for, for Jeezy. And he talked about some lot of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. He was very spicy with it. Uh, he talked, you know, he talked about him. He talked about his clothes. I mean, Gucci was very nicely dressed. He had, of course, he had some Gucci stuff on. He really looked really good. I mean, of course, the memes, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get past the memes. He looked like just think about think about James Evans and think about how he used to have that camel colored out corduroy outfit and that's that's what he looked like but he looked great Jeezy looked like he was trapping he looked like he just came outside trapping. he had a jersey on he had a fur on but they it was very spicy he talked about him it was it was spicy but it was good to see that they were able to get together to be able to resolve it I will still stand on the idea that I felt like it was staged. Now, I'm not going to say staged as far as like being phony, but I'll say that I really feel like it was staged, meaning that like they, they didn't just meet that day. Like they had these conversations. They they sort of probably chilled and dealt with it beforehand, but this wasn't the first time they've seen each other. It was just too many little things like when uh, Gucci really was coming at him and then, you know, Jeezy had this motivational thing and then the DJ just came right in with a song that was state as a DJ, they already had that ready to go. So it was great though. It was good for the culture. It was good to see, you know, men put their beef aside. Um, you know, and they was they wind up playing their the song that they had together at the end. The only issue I had with this entire, entire production. I'm from Baltimore. Gucci's on deck song is 
a anthem here. If you go to any club in Baltimore and it's a hip hop club and they play on deck, people are going to dancing on two step. That's a that's a treasure here. That was really the only reason why I look forward to the match is I wanted to hear on deck because if they would have played it, it would have at least been 500,000 people in Baltimore doing a two step at the same time. He didn't even play it. I was stunned. That was a hit record to me. I still listen to it nowadays as a DJ. I still play it. Like when I'm playing a, a party and it gets to the end of the night, we playing it because people want it. So I was disappointed in that, but it was a great match. I really liked it. It the last thing I'll say about that before I move on is initially it was supposed to be TI in the mix. And now looking at the catalogs, TI would have definitely washed both of them. It would have got real, real quick. So you know, it was great. I look forward to the next one. I Hopefully they can get more in a little bit more frequently, but it was really, really great. So if you haven't watched it, go back and check it out. Uh, but it was good. All right. So that's out of the way. Let's talk about the most recent thing, which was Mike Tyson fighting Roy Jones. All right. So they're both over 50 years old. So like it really wasn't. I mean, come on. Like you're not really expecting too much. But I will say the production level of it was was they hyped it up because they kept showing videos of Mike Tyson practicing. And I'm thinking that, wait a minute, Roy, you might get killed in the ring. Ain't going to be no exhibition. Um, but it was it was it was good. But before we talk about the main event, if you watched it. If you did not, if you watched it or you did not watch it, all I need you to do. Is watch the undercard match. We had former NBA star. And, and dunk champion, Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson is 5'9". Is so if you if you remember Nate Robinson, when he played, he won the dunk contest. Great. Dunking over people. He played for the Knicks. He's a great dunker. He'll get you. He fought, and I had to look it up. I didn't even know who this person was. He fought Jake Paul, who recently became a professional fighter like two years ago, like two, three years ago. But he's a YouTube star. He got money. He like he's a YouTube star, like out here. Guys, if you haven't watched it, I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it for you right now. Listen, clearly Nate was not ready, and what I mean by not ready, of course, he's an athlete. He was very eager, jumping out the gate to try to fight him. But I tell my son, I tell people all the time. The counter punch is the worst punch in the world. And let me tell you something. If you didn't watch it, you if you if you're watching this now, you saw those memes. You saw the video clips. And when Jake leveled him with that punch that knocked him out, that was it. And he had been knocking him out. He had been hit him before it was hurting him. But knocking him out, you I'm not gonna lie, you can't do that in this day and age. Too much stuff hits YouTube. We got too many comedians out here, man. I'm a comedian. With the memes, it's it's, it's going to happen before you leave the building. So he knocked him out. That was a cold-blooded knockout. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know if Nate can recover socially from that. All right? I don't know. He he. I hopefully, even now, you know, these drop on Tuesday. Hopefully, he didn't even turn on his phone. Just keep your phone. If you're listening to this, I know you watch the show, Nate. Keep your phone off until at least next week. Because for us to not talk about Nate, Mike Tyson would have had to get knocked out or Roy Jones. That didn't happen. 
And we're gonna get to that in a minute. But today, oh no, Roy uh Nate get knocked out like that. Mm -mm. That was crazy, man. The real winner, before I even talk about Mike and Roy, the real winner of this this show of the back of the whole match of the whole pay-per-view event was Snoop. Listen, Snoop was not playing games. Snoop came in, did his concert, provided color commentary, killed the concert. That color commentary, and was really funny, man. He was great. Like, he, they need to get him – if they want to keep doing these type of matches, keep him going. Keep him going. Snoop, I know you watch the show. Thank you. You killed that. All right. Uh, so let's talk – so Snoop really did a great job with that. Um, and so with the main event, Roy versus Mike, uh, it was okay. I expected Mike to kill Roy in the ring. I'm talking about Rocky killing in the ring, throwing a towel. If he dies, he dies type of killing in the ring. He didn't do that. Roy Jones held on for dead life, but Roy was better than I thought. You know, uh, I will say that this fight could have happened in any black cookout with <laughs> Over a spades game or a domino game, this could have this could, that went wrong. This could have easily happened. They both look good. I mean, for them to be 51 and 54, respectfully, like they both look good. It was a good match. You know, it was good. I feel like you know, Roy knew what he was going to do. He had he would hit, he would throw a couple of little jabs. He even had his little no-look jabs. He looked good. But uh, uh I was expecting to see Mike snap and go Demon Mike, as me and my brother talked about, and just start killing him in the ring. But it didn't happen. If it went to 12, I think that it would have got it, been a problem. But guess what? What are you really going to get from a 51 or 54-year-old man? You know, it was good. It, 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 it was good. Um, above all else, I'm glad I watched it, but equally glad I didn't pay $49.99 because I'm not paying that. Okay, so shout out to the universe and the YouTube and the universe and the streaming platforms that hooked the brother up. $49.99 and that fight would happen, I'd have been in the next fight card. I'd have had to fight somebody, but it was good to see that match. It was good to see that I can see them keeping it going. I will it this is this is would be imagine a versus match of boxing. So but with like, you know, it, it was like a, a boxing versus match. So I can see them doing that, keeping it going. It wasn't sanctioned by, uh, you know, the Boxing Federation. So they didn't really have a real official card of who won. It was good, though. It, it was I, I, I was entertained. It was good. I liked it. All right. So that was a So that's our appetizer. Of course, our appetizer of the week sponsored by Lalone Clothing. Guess what? You can get a hoodie like this. You can get. So if you like the show, you've always been a fan of the show. If you want to just buy buy something to support the show, uh, you can get all of the of the podcast merch as well as some other shirts that fit your vibe. I'm going to be dropping a uh, a new shirt for the most part every month. So please check it out. Head on to Lalone Clothing. That's L-A-L-O-N-E clothing.com and pick up a shirt, stickers, coffee mug, anything, any of those things that I have there that fit your vibe. All right. So that's our appetizer for the week. Now, guess what? Can we get to the entree? Absolutely. So without further ado, let me bring our special guest for the evening, Mr. Chef, uh, Chef Chris Kane. Let me bring him on. Chris, what's up, man? What's happening, brother? How are you? 
I'm pretty good, Chef. How are you, man? As I said, you look great, man. How are things going with you? Oh, uh, man, you know, trying to trying to maintain during this this COVID and the COVID crisis and stuff like that, man. Just trying to keep positive head and keep my head above ground. You already, you know, you know how things are when you're trying to maintain that peace, you know? So absolutely. You have to maintain that peace. <laughs> And, and I and I appreciate all the stuff that you say and do uh, out here, not just online, not here on the show, but what you do as a person, how you're doing to improve our environment, man. I greatly appreciate you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. We, we appreciate your work as well. All right. So episode episode 12 of season three, Vegan Talk with my guy, Chef Kane in the building. So, hey, so Chef Kane, can I read your official bio before we get started? Absolutely, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Perfect. So, Chef Chris Kane's Plants is a former college athlete turned chef, trainer, nutritionist, raised in the streets of Baltimore City, Maryland, surrounded by food deserts, homicides, racial injustice, uh, and funny politics and endless chaos. The chef has lived to talk about it all and has met many amazing people along the way from pro athletes and entertainers. He hits on all topics from current news and events on his podcast, his uh, uh, Chef Cane Plants podcast to what foods, and it also talks about to what foods can be harmful to your spirit and tempo. Without further ado, let me formally introduce Chef Kane to the building. Appreciate you, brother. So, man, I I, I definitely, so before we even get started, I hired um, uh, Chef Kane a while back to be one of my personal trainers, and it was great. It was a great, great, you know, I really, I, I wish that I should have kept it going, but of course, schedule conflicts and things happen. But guess what? We're getting back to it, man. We got to get back to it. Got to. It's time, brother. It's time. It's, it's time. It's time. Listen, I'm trying to get started, so that way by summertime of next year, when we're outside, we out and about, guess what? I'm not wearing shirts, chef. Chris, I'm saying, hey, I'm not all, well, you know. Hey, man, you, you know, God wants us to come as we are, brother. You know, you feel like you don't need to put nothing on. Who, who, who am I to stop? Who am right, I to stop? I'm trying to have the six-pack abs. I'm trying to be on silverback gorilla status. Let's yeah. go. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> so, so before, as, as always, with every guest on the show, man, I like to play a, a, a great rapid-fire question round entitled Fuego. Are you ready, Chef? Yes, sir. Now, as ready always, I always give the questions of the entree to my guests, but they don't know these questions right here. So this is rapid fire. This is right up. He does not know the questions. So we about to do it right now. First question, I'm going to put it up to the screen for you, and I'm going to read it. If you could send a message to the entire world right now, what would you say in 30 seconds? Go. Oh, I don't even need 30 seconds to get this message across, my man. But um, my, you know, my, my overall message is to spread peace. I really want everybody to come in harmony and start working together and start loving each other. Stop looking at skin color and things like that. You know, amidst the stuff that we have going on, put it all aside right now and stop watching what we see on television and media and start, start acting on what we see right in front of us. And just love, love your neighbor, love your friend, you know? Amen, man. I, 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 that's great. I love that. And he definitely promotes this. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. All right, here we go. Well, before I even get to these, I have to ask you these questions, even though I know. See, some of these questions, man, they're not designed for you, chef. 
but I'm going to have to modify. <laughs> the people who watch this show, they know typically the first I'm question about to come is the fire. wings, flats or drums, but I know you don't eat wings. You are a vegan. So okay. what is, let's, let's modify it. What is, well, I know, well, how about this? Fry, I know you have fried oyster mushroom recipe. I saw that online. I'm going to make that this week. Bro, I'm making yes, that. Yes, sir. What, what is your favorite vegan item? My favorite vegan food item. I will keep it to like a cook food item. So I don't want, I don't want to be too boring and give you a fruit or something like that. Um, I love chickpea burgers. You know, I, I, I love making them myself, but. Um, if somebody make, makes one, a banging chickpea burger um, combined with vegetables and a little flour, tastes like That's a chicken it. patty, man. And trust me, trust me. Yep. And, and let me say this, guys. When I had, when I first, uh, and and he's been, how long have you been a vegan? I've been a vegan six years now. Right. So when I when I met you, you 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 hit me over the head with two things when we talked about this. And again, this is uh, episode uh, twelve, season three, vegan talk with Chef Kane. I remember two things you said to me. One, you said when we talk about cheesesteaks, you said, what do you really, when you think about cheesesteak, what is really what you like it? And I said, well, the onions and the peppers. You mm -hmm. said, exactly. And I said, mm -hmm. damn, did I just become a vegan just now? And, just then, now. <laughs> and the second thing that you really killed, like you killed the internet with it to me. You said that silverback gorillas are vegetarian. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, well, damn. They would kill somebody in here, and they out here eating veggies. So yep. you know, I really like that, man. Uh, okay, good, good. Yes, I'm gonna have to try both of those recipes. Yeah, we. Go, I'm gonna have to make sure I get those recipes from you and try yes, them. So that people know what's up. All right, next yes, question: sir. What's the worst job you've ever had? <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst job you've had? Um, jeez, the worst job I've ever had. To be honest. And I'm going to try to answer this as positive as possible because I, I I feel blessed from every job I've had and I've been blessed enough to kind of stay in the same careers. Yeah. Um. So I've been in auto mechanics, but I'm going to say I have a love-hate relationship with warehouse jobs. It's like I love I love the the work about, you know, the going in, actually the fitness part of it, but the the crack on the whip orders sometimes. You'd be like, bro, can't you tone it down a little bit, bro? It is five in the morning. I'm slinging these packages. So, yeah, I'll probably say probably the warehouse. Okay. Right away. All, right. All, right. <laughs> All right. Now, I have to, I would have, I would assume that the next question, it, it can relate. All right, Chef, I have to put my finger on the end interview button for this one. What? <laughs> Chris, Chef Kane, what is your feelings about candy corn? What? Yeah, what's your feeling? How do you feel about candy corn? Candy the, the, corn. The candy? candy? Yeah, the Halloween candy. Yeah, it's it's trash. I mean, it's it's a a cone a cone of sugar. <laughs> I know. You, look, I know you may love them, but you know what it is—a cone of sugar. <laughs> All right, see, I see. I will see. Okay, that's ding ding ding. I will accept that answer because. He, he talked about it as a cone of sugar, and I get that he wants me to reduce my sugar intake. So I'm good with that answer. Him saying it's trash, we're going to delete that from this episode. So you don't even have to ask <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I got one more for you, and then we're going to get to our real questions. If you could instantly become one, 
what would you be an expert in? And it can't be uh, anything that you do already. It can't be you being a vegan. It can't be a nutritionist. It can't be a personal trainer. Something else outside of what you do now. I would love to be a psychologist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Great. Well, thank you for playing. Fuego. <laughs> All right. So let's get into our real questions, man. And again, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate anybody who comes on the show. Thank you for dedicating your time, energy, your talents, uh, your knowledge on the show, man. Here, episode, episode, uh, it's episode, wait, it's episode 12, right? I think it's episode 12. I'm going to have to change that. It's episode 12, Vegan Talk with my guy, Chef Kane in the building. All right. So, so, all right, let's get to some of our questions. Okay. So the first question is going to be, as I read in your bio, you are a chef, you're a trainer, a personal trainer, you're a nutritionist. What made you get into those things? Um, well, initially, as you mentioned, I'm not going to really go over things that you mentioned in the bio as far as my past. But, you know, coming from athletics, I just saw uh, it was a necessity in, in, in our, the community here in Baltimore to have um, active trainers that was involved with the community and as well as chefs and nutritionists, because it's just, I feel like it's one of those areas that I've, that I struggled with when I was coming out of Maribo and um, playing little league sports. It's like, I had no mindset of like what I should be consuming as an athlete. Like, yeah, everybody says protein and, and carbs and fats, but what food should I really be consuming? Right. And, um, you know, as you go on in life, um, just even early in my training career, I learned that, it's the control of your mind in the kitchen versus more so like every day I have to come in here and kill it. So I said, once we incorporate all of those things, you know, into like community work, working with children and, and helping them, helping them where they are and just progressing from uh, whatever diet they are to a healthier nutrition, healthier diet, and just a healthier mind frame. You know, that was my goal. So yeah, I, I just saw using the chef lane and the trainer lane is an easy way to get in, you know, to get into that, that line of work. You know, yeah. and thank help, you help healing the kids. Yeah, and thank you for that. Shout out to Mervo. You know, we both graduates from Mervo. Yes, you know? sir. Yes, sir. What, what year did you graduate? I came out old too. Oh uh, wait, hold up. I'm older than you. I graduated '99. Yeah. yeah, I know. Y'all gotta be vegan tonight. What is going on? I mean, I know I look young, but how the hell are you? Oh, how am I? Oh no, I'm what? Cancel all. Chicken boxes tonight is it. So, <laughs> so what the hell? What is going on here? But I don't know. Of course, you look great, man. Oh, uh, yeah, that's great. All thank right. you, bro. So, and so thank you for, for your part in what you do here. Uh, next question. So you are vegan. You've been a vegan, you said, for about six years, right? Yes, uh, sir. Nowadays, I'm pretty sure you've seen it because you've been doing it. But now we see a lot of people transitioning. Let's call it plant-based uh, plant-based diets. Plant -based diet. See, coming, yeah. you know, Burger King. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, they got the Impossible Burger. Uh, I'm Impossible Whopper. Mm -hmm. See, people are now becoming more focused on plant-based diets. What do mm -hmm. you think is? Uh, why do you think that is? What do you think is a contributing factor for people and companies going more and transitioning to plant-based diets? Well, well, first, first, I believe it's it's just a universal awareness now. You know, I feel like. Um, a lot of companies have, have done their research as far as what's trendy, you know, 
we know that they have a lot of information as far as how they start and analyze data, you know, as far as computers and things like that. So they know what's going on in the world and community and how they need to curve and adjust their businesses to make sure they stay on top of their monetary gains. You you know what I'm saying? So yeah, they're not, they're not going to let trends leave by the wayside. So they're going to make sure they grab all of that money. I always say people have to be careful, you know, with, with those diets though, but you know, I know we're going to, dive into that a little bit as well okay all right so okay so for for a person who's listening right now on this episode and is that maybe they're unaware you know i'm Mm. pretty i know that you experience people who may not really understand right Mm -hmm. they just just looking at it as a hey i'm not eating meat that's it so what just to just to let's set a baseline what are the benefits of someone transitioning to a plant-based diet? Um, I mean, long, longevity, I mean, like, you know, like you mentioned, um, I'm sure over the years you, you saw when I was, uh, you know, I was 288 pounds at one point, you know, so the benefits that it, it served as far as my health, as far as with my own journey, um, me dealing with depression, obesity, you know, I was pre-diabetic, I had high blood pressure, you know, so my journey is something that I don't keep a secret. I let everybody know, you know, where I was. And, and I hope that helps them see like a, a common ground where they can meet me at. You know what I'm saying? Like where we can have this discussion. Like I've been there too. You know, I was in your shoes too. So this is how it benefited me, you know? So all of the issues that I had during that time subsided, you know, everything removed um, as far as health issues and complications. Like I, I really, t- to be honest, you know, I tell everybody this. I just feel great, you know, and you feel great when you transition to that diet. Waking up in the morning is not hard. You know, you, you know how much trouble we have getting up, going to work in the morning. It's like that alarm clock go off. It's like when you go plant based and you start eating some raw foods, you start beating that alarm clock. Mm. You know, the, now you're waking your alarm clock up, you know. So it's a different um, it's a different lifestyle. It creates a whole new perspective on a lot of different avenues. So I, I always it's, it's challenges going on now, you know, the 30 day vegan challenges and stuff like that. So I always challenge people to try the challenge, go vegan for at least two weeks, give it a shot, see how your body feels, see how your, you know, recovery and stuff like that from, from all sorts of things, from injuries, you know, you get sick, you know, you, you're not sick for a long period of time. If you, if you get sick, because even that, that subsides, you know, you yeah. stop getting ill as much. Your immune system is, is strengthening now, you know? So all these things are good to incorporate in one's life. Great. So with you, because like you said, it's documented. People can check on social media like you were bigger. I mean, you were still in shape, but from yeah. that to now, people will be like, wow. What, what was like the biggest change that you realized like, yo, this is it. Like, I'm in. Like, what was the biggest thing that happened as far as like when you transitioned to being vegan, transitioned to that plant-based diet where you were like, this is it? Well, um, it's good you mentioned that. And when I mentioned um, I've been vegan for six years. I guess I should specify that because that whole journey is a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, you you make the, the commitment at year one, but you have mishaps along the way. You know, year two, year three, you have a mishap here and there. But I still consider my mindset was vegan. So I stayed that 365 days out of the year. I'm, I'm that, you know. So it's like for me, I, um, I truly just like to... Um, well, let me actually answer that question one more time. I yeah. lost track. What was the, because I, I know you, you love talking about this. So I love, what, I love. <laughs> what, was the biggest, 
What was the biggest, notice, let's say, noticeable change for you when you started transitioning? Oh, did I? Yeah, that, as far as you I were know. like, I'm all in. This is it. What, what, well, happened, um, what did you notice? Yeah, outside what I just mentioned, really just just when I made that transition to alkaline, alkaline vegan, mm-hmm. which is is um is really a it takes extreme discipline to really stay consistent on that diet. And this diet is mostly raw foods. You can have some cooked foods, but it's based off an electric diet. So when I start consuming those foods, that's when I really start seeing a huge jolt in energy and strength and recovery. And I was like, wow, it's, it's crazy. You know, as far as me taking man-made products before to say they supposed to aid and uh, like protein, you know, protein supposed to re- help you with recovery and um, amino supplements supposed to help you with this and that. Actually getting aminos and proteins from acts from the actual source. It was like, yeah, this is what I supposed to, this is, this is how I supposed to consume. You know, this is the foods that work with my body. I don't have, I'm not getting stomach pains and, mm. you know, the gut issues and stuff like that that we deal with. So like I said, once all the things start subsiding, I was all in, I was like, this is, this is the way my body feels great. You know, that's great. Okay. So, uh, all right. So you highlighted a lot of the benefits of going plant-based, you know, difference of energy, your immune system. I know you highlighted that, you know, a lot of times as far as behavioral, at times we might, you know, release ourselves from depression, different things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are, but I know that you probably have been met with people that have myths and misconceptions. What are some of the, some of the common myths and misconceptions that people have about transitioning to a plant-based diet? Well, the, the protein myth, the protein myth has to, has to be one of the, the largest, you know, uh, myths <laughs> and the most frequent ones that I hear. It's like everyone is, um, is huge on the whole notion of protein and they're really missing out the importance of the other macronutrients like carbohydrates, carbohydrates and, and uh, fats, you know, how beneficial they are as far as recovery and strength and power, you know, so protein in itself is really in the aid of performance is it will be uh, aid for recovery mm-hmm. versus actual performance. So actual performance will be more so how many clean carbs and how many clean, clean fats are you consuming, you know, to give you that push, give you that charge. So um, I would say the protein myth, people thinking that uh, pro the animal, Animal consumption is the number one uh, source of protein versus actually getting from vegetation or the soil, you know, where where that that plant comes from. You know, so, yeah, I believe that's definitely the biggest myth. So. So, yeah, because I'm you've seen it all the time. I've seen people say, well, what about the protein? So you're saying we get plant based. Okay, what else? Give give us another one. That's a, a big myth or misconception that people have about a person being. A vegan, vegetarian, that plant-based diet. Uh, I would also say um, the, the affordability of it is a huge myth. A lot of people think it's not achievable, and I'm going to tell you firsthand. I was going through some extreme tough financial times, you know, uh, during the course of my veganism and me making that transition. Um, as far as you know, working and things like that, I was still doing. So I, I mean, as far as like drawing that comparison, I tell people hand in hand, like. You can do this. You know, it's not about money. It's about, you know, your mental state and staying positive, staying grounded, not over consuming, you know, checking on water, checking on hydration first. You know what I'm saying? These are these are some things, you know, that you can do. So I would say the cost myth, you know, you can practice fasting. That's Mm. that's that's the easy way to, you know, cut costs. You can incorporate fasting throughout the week. 
more hydration. That's what I call it hydration therapy. When you make water, literally, I mean, we are 80% water, so we should make water at least. I mean, what, what would hurt to make water 80% of your diet if you did 80% right. water and, and mostly fruit? You know, people never experiment with these things, but we just like to throw notions and myths out there based off what we hear and see on the internet, you know, and it's, the internet is a dangerous place for someone like me because <laughs> it tends to lead people astray from the truth. You know, when I, when I come with the truth now, they counteracting that with first click pics and, and stuff that they see on Google, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I remember when we, when I had you as a trainer, even when we're talking about being hungry, you're like, you're probably not hungry, you probably just, I just water. water. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I think you're right, and I, and yeah. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate all those lessons you gave me. Okay, That's so true. so guess what, guys? As he said, hey, you can get your protein from uh, uh, a plant based diet. It's affordable. Uh, so right now, you have a lot of people, like you said, it's trendy. It's not, of course, it's not trendy to you because you've been doing it. A lot mm -hmm. of people have been doing it, mm -hmm. and you know, it's always great. While the internet does have some weird and crazy things. It is amazing stuff like what you're doing and you letting people know for mm -hmm. a person who wants to start. Mm -hmm. Can you offer some advice of a mm -hmm. person that is saying, you know what? I'm done. I'm done mm -hmm. with the steak. I'm done with the meat. I'm done with all those different things. We got these super chickens and we have all this stuff. Happening. I want to eat clean as mm -hmm. best as possible. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give that person? Where would you tell them to start? Start where you are, you know, don't don't try to set realistic, unrealistic goals for yourself, you know, make things attainable and make and give yourself small short term goals, you know, to make sure you are congratulating yourself for your journey along the way, you know, small rewards. Um, starting that journey, starting your journey off, I always say if you if you are consuming meat, uh, I'm, I'm not. I, and see, people always think I place judgment on that. I never place judgment on people who consume meat. I just tell people to monitor how much of it they consume because the issue we're having now is uh, overconsumption mm -hmm. of meat. So I would say um, if, if the best of your ability, start pescatarian. Start on a pescatarian diet because that's one of the easier digesting meats. Mm -hmm. um, try to remove uh, red meat from your diet as much as possible, you know, chicken, pigs, as much as possible. Um, using pescatarian as a base, I think it's pretty simple, especially for Baltimoreans and Marylanders. It's like, we, we love seafood here. So yeah, we can start with that as a base. And I like to, what I like to call um, infuse veganism with whatever diet you are currently doing. So wherever you're at currently, it's no problem with adding veganism to your plate. Why can't right. you have your meat and your vegan plate? Right. Why we draw a, a big line? You know, why is it a big separation in the restaurant between vegan and, and, and meat eaters? When all, all actually, we should be able to eat together because it's because I decided to eat meat today. You know, so that's really my my overall agenda is to get everybody at the same table. You know, and that's the that's the mindset, you know, behind what I do. Getting yeah. everybody to come to the table and see, you know, see that we need to come together and, and work. But um, yeah, as far as like that. That initial diet, yeah, start pescatarian, incorporate fruit smoothies and stuff in your journey. Fruit smoothies are fun. The kids love them. You can drink them with the kids, you know. Um, stuff that's easy on you to prepare. Get familiar with it. Um, 
Kale is a huge vegetable you want to add to your diet because it helps with uh, not only um, recovery, you get vitamin K, vitamin D from kale. Um, it's a superfood, you know what I'm saying? So you eat, this, you eat a kale salad alone, you're not going to be tremendously hungry. It's going to curb your appetite. It's going to literally give you all the min minerals that, you, that your body needs and requires. So that's a, that's a strong vegetable. I always tell people incorporate that with your meat foods. And especially the, the number one thing, fiber. You know, it helps with cleaning out all of the meat that you eat. You know, if you eat a lot of meat, you want to chase it. You know, you know, it's like the same chasing stuff. We want to chase it with kale and greens to help remove all of those things from the diet. So, yeah, yeah. man. And, and I saw stuff with pescatarian and greens, man. Yeah. Okay, and, and you know what? And I, I, I'm actually, I know you and I had talked about it, but that, that's what I was looking to do. Like I was like. I, I will if, if check out and we'll we'll talk about that. But when you check out uh, Chef Kane's pages, he does he does consider himself an aggressive vegan. I I don't think he's aggressive. I think that he just lets people know what's up, and he yeah, talked about him. and he <laughs> talked about Thanksgiving meals, and you know I I appreciated it. Uh, but that did make me think. You know, when looking at some of the things that you were saying, and I'm like, man, what am I eating? You know, and I'm not yeah. saying I I will not say that this tastes good. But long term, you know, what am I doing? And I and I definitely appreciate what you've been doing, brother. All right. Thank so you, as we as we close this out, can you give us one thing? Just one to the to the millions and millions of listeners listening right now. Just just drop a a a, a jewel for us as we head out. Um, like like you know, my 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 overall jewel to drop to people as I as I truly address the diet and nutrition world and people struggling in that area. Um, as I mentioned on one of your previous questions, start where you are. You know, don't don't put too much of a burden on yourself as far as um, if I'm going vegan, if I'm going this, stop giving up. We need to stop categorizing things and giving things titles, you know? Um, I think people promote veganism because they have a passion to get people to stop either eating animals or to just get healthier. You know, a lot of us in the black community, we've been struggling with the soul food nutrition for a long time. And it, has, it hasn't been getting us anywhere, but walking us slowly to our graves, you know, and, and on our way there, we're taking pharmaceutical bills and all of these bills with us when that's unnecessary. You know, we, we're in a state of, of sickness right now. You know, we should be concentrating on slowly healing the body. And I say slowly so we can make permanent results instead of trying to run, run the rat race. We get to the finish line and it's like, can we sustain this this method that we created here? So, yeah, man, start where you are, man. Don't put too much pressure on yourself, man. Like I said, always, I'm big on love, man. So love what you're doing. Love yourself first so you can love others. You know what I mean? That's that's the that's the overall mindset that, you, that we should try to wake up with every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's great, man. All right, so how can people connect with you? Where can they, they hire you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they jump in? Uh, when's the next time you're gonna do a 30 day vegan challenge? You got it. You got an idea when you're gonna do that? Um, I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm not really participating in creating okay, challenges okay. per se. Right. But I do tag a lot of my friends. Doing, okay. I have a couple friends that's like fasting coaches and things like that. So on my pages and in my stories, you'll see okay. like people I post that that, okay. that do that do have them. Yeah. Okay, but as far as my IG, um, IG, you can reach me at uh, at the aggressive vegan, and that's an underscore in between the and uh, aggressive and uh, vegan. <laughs> so you can meet me there um, at Chef Kane's Plants, the so Chef Kane's Plants underscore Health Club at IG, and um, you can always email me at 
chefkanesplants at gmail.com. So those are ways you can reach me. Of course, I'm on um, uh, Facebook under Chris Kane, but it's like a million Chris Kane. So I'm not, I never steer anybody in the direction of that, <laughs> that pool of, of people looking for me. But yeah, those are good places, places to find me. Great, great. Oh, of course, the, of course, the podcast, uh, Chef Kane's Plants podcast, it's on all streams. It's on every stream. You just type in Chef Kane's Plants podcast. It'll pop up. Chef Kane's Plants ought to pop up. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to grow a little bit, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got it, looking good. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. I listened I listen to the latest episode. I really liked it, man. It was a really great episode, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, man, I, I, as always, man, it's all love, man. I appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate you dropping this wisdom, man, and and, I, and I'm optimistic that that what you're doing and I know what you're doing is helping helping us as a community, helping us as a people. Man, you you definitely drop a lot of love. You drop support, awareness, you know, and you drop great stuff, man. That's why I said I'm definitely going to try that, that that fried oyster mushroom. Try to fry um, oyster mushrooms, bro. They are, they are one of the they changed my life, even because I didn't have them until later on into, you know, into my vegan journey. Once I had them, I was like. Never going back. Can, can I, <laughs> really can never I dip back. them in a buffalo sauce? Does this buffalo sauce have uh, animal product in it? All right. Well, that's the end of the session. As always, gotta look at the ingredients now. Now I gotta, now I gotta look at it. Now I gotta look. But it is. It's, it's, hey, it's, it's a vegan. It's vegan buffalo sauce sauce ingredients out there so we can right. I'm gonna do it I, I'm gonna the sauce man I, I look I look forward to it man it, your your recipes and your food is extremely exciting man when I see it and it's like Thank man you. I really want to eat it so you know the cookbook should be out the cookbook should be out this summer so we want to do it like April, April between April May June you know we're shooting for around that time so that's great um, I like I like I'm loving it I'm loving it and, and getting ready to drop that you know so yeah. I'm happy about that I appreciate you, brother, man. As always, thank you for thank you for what you do and what you bring to the table, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Peace. All right. As, as always, guess what? We're done with this episode, man. Please, please, please make sure you connect. And I thank uh I thank my guy Chef K for being on the show. Please make sure you connect with him on all social media platforms. Let him know how you felt about the show. Make sure you reach out to him for all things like that. Uh, if you uh, you can you can catch each and every episode on the Sea Plan Do Show. We drop them on Tuesdays. But guess what? You want to check out the other episodes? You can go right to my website, SeaPlanDoShow.com. Where you can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, all of the favorite social media platforms. Please check me out for additional content. If you're looking to promote your events, your goods, your services, uh, as well as sponsorship opportunities, please reach out to me as well. And last, but certainly not least, thank you for listening to this episode. All right, thank you for watching this episode. You, you, you are the best part of this show. All right, please share this show. If you're on YouTube, if you're on these social media platforms, if you're on these streaming platforms, please like, share, and subscribe. Please drop this information. Let's get all this information out there. All right, catch me next week with another power-packed podcast. And what is it packed with? Well... Apparently, it's packed with uh, vegan food. All right. Until we see each other again, until we talk again, until we share those special, special moments again, man. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Uh, you know, stay at home. And always remember to see, plan, and do. I'll catch you next time. All right. Bye.